That's a show with Danny. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Hatch. Hello. Welcome back. We have a throwback uh, Thursday today because Libby's here. You might know her as the one who you're glad is no longer on the show every week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you on such short notice for coming here. Mm -hmm. Libby, of course, uh, is a PR maven. Thank you. Right? Does Maven yes. apply? Correct. Yeah. What does Maven mean? Uh, jack of all trades. Mm. All right. So Libby's not a PR Maven. It turns out she she does two trades, maybe three. Yeah. What are your other trades? What? We got, oh, we my got other PR, trades. I Maven produce. Yourself. Um, mm. You book very well. Thank okay. you. Are those trades? Though? I trim my own bangs. <laughs> do you? Yeah. How obviously. do you do that? Those are See? professionally done bangs. Sure. I'm That's you right. are a maven. Mm-hmm. She bangs, she bangs. What are how do you make the bangs bangs? With a bowl. So yeah, a bowl. I, I put a bowl on my head and that then would be that's awesome. it. Yeah. Can I just picture that from now I on? I just eyeball it. It's not really that impressive. They are very uh, strict bangs, Libby. Yeah. Just like yourself. They're yeah. stern and unmoving. Danny. And I, they seem professionally done, and I'm surprised to hear you do them yourself. I'm I'm honored to know you now. Danny tried to mansplain my bangs to me once and told me that I should soften them up and maybe huh, yeah. that I would seem softer. I stand by it. I don't then. think I was mansplaining your bangs. I think I was mansplaining people perceiving you. Oh, how do you work on your softness, bearded one? Yeah, because you're so great. Look at me. I'm tubby and soft. That's a, that's about as soft as it gets right here sitting in front of you. Now, how, Libby's how here, of you, course. What's how that? How would you soften them? You would feather like it? Like not as... I, I do a very like... Straight. Yeah, straight across. You could do like a swoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do that Zoe Deschanel. Oh, Lord. No. Well, if you're not going for that bullshit. <laughs> no. Danny, Harsh or nothing. <laughs> how many other women have you given bang advice to? Uh, one. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> and she took it. You seen her earlier role? She's a big old s- frozen bitch. Yeah, in there. fairness. She's a huge star, thanks and to Danny. She, and now she's the new girl, and everyone loves her. By the way, this season, she's been on the she's been on it the least so far. It's a great season. She got pregnant, and they wrote her off. And she's not been on the show. Megan Fox is the new one mm. in the room. Megan Fox is in there? Mm-hmm. Is she all quirky, too? No, she's no nonsense. <laughs> she doesn't have time for these goofy boys and their goofy ways. What do her bangs look like? No bangs. Mm, you know Megan Fox and Megan. Megan and Megan, the two twin sisters of the Fox clan. They can't pull bangs off. They're more of, what do you call it when there's not bangs? I, I don't think there's a word for Okay. That. Wow. Bangless. No, no bang. Virgin. Sans bangs. <clears throat> you ever do that thing, guys, where you put a sweatshirt on and you're like, hey, the stain on here is not as bad as it was yesterday. And then you realize, oh, this is a different sweatshirt and a different stain. Are you a- <laughs> but a smaller stain. <laughs> Are you asking for a friend? Yes. <laughs> this is my lifeline. And I'm going to call the audience next. What if I went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and just fucked up the lifelines? Like I just called audience members and I I phoned my enemies <laughs> or like sent my friends a letter asking them. And then we had to wait three weeks. That's how I would that's how I would have a record breaking stay on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I hate to break it to you, but I think that show is canceled. It's is not it canceled. Really? Regis just isn't the host anymore. Chris Duffy was just on it, a comedian in this area. So, Sorry, I'm not yeah. as up on who wants to be Thanks a for mansplaining everything to me. <laughs> um, everyone here. Libby one time, like, is something about mansplaining, like, as a woman, can you really mansplain this, this much to Oh, me? yeah, she can. 
Danny is constantly misgendering me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm misgendering you. That's got to be a thing people have said. I can't have just thought of that. Okay. It's too good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I hope it makes the monologue. <laughs> it won't. Um, everyone here has seen uh, the movie Star Wars, except for Hemda. Star Wars TFA, Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Did you know? Trivia, I found it's out. TSA. Okay, thank you. Uh, we're going to have to search you in a new room for that one. Do you consent? Okay. They based, uh, I found this out. This is some cool trivia. You know, Kylo Ren, he's got the mask and he sounds a little goofy, a little mm-hmm. metallic. They made that sound. They bo- they based that sound on the sound I make when I get up or sit down. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> it was fun finding that out. That was some cool trivia. You know what's fun? No, I, I have don't. to watch your stupid movie to get that joke. It's not stupid. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> um, I hope Pope Francis makes it legal for Catholics to start taking showers again real soon because I've been seeing some grody foreheads out there lately. <laughs> all covered in grime. <laughs> Does drawing a black cross on your forehead keep you safe from priests? Because if so, why do adults keep doing it? Why do they even bother? Should be just the kids drawing these black crosses on there. But like, keep, it's a shield to ward you from the priests. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of stuff out there. I'm starting to think I'm not long for this world. When do sorry, you s- but rape jokes are just not. That's not a rape joke. It's a molestation joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Please, they have respect. Yeah. They don't. They, they touch. They don't. <laughs> they don't explore the forest. They just. Ugh. They just tickle the fringes. You were saying, <laughs> son of a priest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get your opinion on this. You have when, a valuable perspective here. When would they stop putting the crosses on? They'd be like, I think you're old enough. Yeah. Right. Worth the risk. Yeah. Right. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do it till you're 62. Ask Nambla. Right. Nambla, a very fun before the show started reference from Nambla <laughs> that our listeners are sure to enjoy. No, ask them when the appropriate age to stop. Who's Nambla? Priest. Am I getting it? You're getting, you're getting it right. Something on the side. He's trying to entrap you is all. <laughs> oh, I see. Danny used the word, we were talking about Nambla earlier, how you do. And I so wasn't overhearing your I stupid conversation. You. Nah, was there's a- no way Nambla would have been in your brain if you hadn't heard it earlier. Really didn't. We're talking about child I'm, molestation. I know. I know. Now I'm trying to dig myself out of this oh, hole. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why don't we get more combative with each other, though? Here's a shovel. Ugh. <laughs> hey, here's a question for the poll. You ever do this? You ever? Okay. Everyone plays games on the toilet now. No one reads the paper on the toilet anymore. Everyone plays a game on their phone. You ever been sitting on a toilet playing a game on your phone for so long that your leg falls asleep and then you fall asleep? <laughs> I got to get some better games, man. <laughs> They're boring me. Put me to sleep. Did you really fall asleep on the? No, oh, I've yeah. never slept a day in my life. <laughs> uh, it's nice to see Antonin Scalia finally became somewhat likable in his old age. <laughs> now that he's dead, I remember learning about him in high school. And my my history teacher was normally very con- composed. She couldn't even hide her distaste for Antonin Scalia. Oh, isn't that funny? That was years ago, and he was still leading up until yesterday or whatever. Oh, I used to love when I hear teachers have a real opinion mm-hmm. i'm just like yes you're a human but saying mm-hmm. horrible things yeah i mean she was very cool she was obviously liberal uh in a not liberal environment uh and it was fun hearing her true self peek out of there she came to our show in oklahoma city oh my she god was sitting in the front row i remember her then pink blouse you what might did, have known her as what did she think of the show hated it hates me now no come on <laughs> everything's like, yeah i'm okay yeah was what she, what feedback no, did didn't. you get? She, she she was very proud of her special boy. Really? Mm-hmm. She like, liked it. She liked it. She liked it. Yeah. She's, she's cool. She's young. She's not an old woman. I mean, I guess she's probably pushing forty at this point. But she's you know, she's not like an old stiff. She was cool. 
Everyone had a crush on her in school. Everyone. You? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Girls, too. Everyone loved her. Loved mm. this woman. Everyone loved hanging out in her classroom with her. You know, during lunch, she was just fun to talk to. That's really She nice. liked the office. Just fun talking to her about the office. This <laughs> is some school. Yeah, with some school, Keith, that's all we did all day is talk about the office with our teachers and eat lunch. Ugh. Ugh. You guys watched the GOP debate? I know Libby did. Heck yeah. What were your thoughts? Sounded pretty good, huh? Um, I feel it was incredible. It was amazing. It was the best reality television I've seen in years. Mm-hmm. I could not wait to tell Emmy about it. It was fascinating. What's one of the highlights? Oh, my God. One of the highlights <laughs> was when they were talking about deporting, you know, anyone brown, mostly Mexicans. And then the two um, like Latino <sighs> candidates Cruz started yelling at each other in Spanish as they were talking about deporting Mexicans. Like what? How, how is that going to get you? Because it's Trump like the- said, see. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real Tio Tom's cabin. It was fantastic. Oh, no, not Tio. Abuelo. Abuelo Tom's cabin. Uh, what's Tio? Tio is uncle. You were right the oh, first time. What's Abuelo, Abuelo? Is grandfather. Grandpa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, did she say grandpa? Grandpa? <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> grandpa or grandpa? I thought it was nice. I think all those candidates, they're surprisingly relatable seeing them up there. I have a lot in common with them, like the fact that we'll never be president. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. The other best part was the audience that would just <laughs> boo at any time someone mentioned a fact. <laughs> <laughs> It is a wonderful world we're leaving to our children, mm-hmm. our predecessors. That's why I think we should just stop doing that. Mm-hmm. The debate? No, stop having kids. Yeah, mm. let the species end with us. We're good. All right, godless scum, heathen. <laughs> I know you don't want to continue. Welcome. Actually, why don't you want to continue your godless line of living? Wouldn't you want to extend this into the ages? Wouldn't oh. you want to continue to conquer the good souls of the churches and the whiteies? I just don't want more homework. I'm going to take care of this thing uh, at home. Mm-hmm. You do have to do their homework. Yeah. Your parents do your homework? Libby, talk into your mic, please. Oh, was that question directed at me? <laughs> no, it was for Hemda. Oh. My parents did my homework. Did they ever? They didn't speak English. They never helped you with it? You I, never said, Mom, I have a math problem I need help with? No, I didn't know that parents did that at all. You, mm-hmm. you didn't know parents helped their kids with their homework? Honestly, no, I didn't. Not do it for them, but mm-hmm. like help them with problems? No, I had mm. certain things that my parents had to watch me do. Like, you know, if you have a reading assignment and your parents have to be like, oh, she did this. Then my mom would just sign it, whether I did it in front of her or not. Ah, okay. So now oh, I think you're less time? of a bitch for not calling your mom back ever. Gotta say, <laughs> I don't. I, I also. Who had time? Who had time? You had. You made the time to make the kids. You do have a time. You do have a crime, Hemda. It's book one of a uh, police I academy. Work. I never understood how parents are helped. Like you're just doing homework. I mean, just if it takes a minute to make the kid, then I'll spend a minute with my kid in his math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how that's you what gonna, lets you off the hook for being a bitch. Is what? that your mom didn't help you do homework and somehow in Danny's mind, right, you're yeah, less a, of a bitch I'm now. a simple creature. <laughs> Would you start doing your son's homework problem and then stop abruptly mm-hmm. once you got what you needed out of it? I'd, uh, I'd, I'd try. Three plus hum- play equals. All right, son, you're on your own here. I would, I would take little breaks. Sure. You know, that we can work on it all night. Would you have to do like some division to start, start slow (laughs) with division before you move into, I guess division into addition is the opposite of foreplay (laughs) into sex. Got my metaphors all mixed up, but that was a math joke, not a word joke. I like to introduce my guests. I have my running buddy Libby here. Yeah. Libby, I'd like to ask you a question. 
Shoot. How fast am I late? What does uh, my dust taste like? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, is it good? Bitch. I worry that it's not tasty dust and you've been eating it a lot lately. Look how scared he looks because he knows this is only a short-lived thing. Yeah, is I really it? don't. I don't think it is. I, I think it's know. been like this for a while. I don't know how this happened. I, I asked this the last time we ran. I was like, are you in way better shape or am I in way worse shape? Because this is impossible. I think that it's when... It's been happening about 11 times mm, in a row. Mm, yeah, I think honestly it has to do with when we used to run, I was always hungover and I was trying so hard <laughs> oh, sure. to keep it together and pretend that I didn't have a problem, that I was just so stubbornly making sure I was first. And now I'm like more comfortable with myself and myself is a slow runner. <laughs> you did. We knew you had a problem. You didn't keep it that well together. But I did. Did I or did I not win running you club every single time? You fed your dust to me on a silver platter. Exactly. And now I'd like to know. What How do you, do you like mine? What are you saying? And it that, smelled like whiskey. <laughs> that Danny, you've been drinking too much lately. Mm-hmm, but it's made me super quick. He has something to prove now. Something about needing to take a big morning shit after all that drinking last mm-hmm. night has made has made it's <laughs> very incentivizing. But no, Libby, for real. What does it taste like? <laughs> <laughs> the dust, I mean, not the alcohol. If there was an alcohol based on my dust, do you think you would drink it? If like they'd somehow distilled my dust. <laughs> You know or would what? you eat it still, you we'll think? We'll see, Danny. We'll just, we'll just okay. see how this goes. Tomorrow. We're meeting tomorrow. I bet yeah. she beats me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get her to run faster. I'm getting bored. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm trying, I'm trying to incentivize her here. I want to be the morning shit that makes her legs move a little quicker. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is shitty. You run. Libby is, is also fast. Mm-hmm. I'm not fat. But Don't I'm, try and take it back now. Okay, sure. Yeah. Do know that I mean none of this, and this is just Talk my brain your shit, spinning. Talk shit, Dan. Out. Yeah. Well, I'm more Stand of a dust it. talker, and uh. she's more of a dust eater. <laughs> when you, you see anteaters in the zoo, you're like, oh, that's me, but for Danny's dust. <laughs> exactly. That's How did you know my inner monologue? <laughs> when you see anorexics, are you like, oh, man, maybe that's how I could get quicker is by throwing up all of Danny's dust. <laughs> That's bulimics, I think. Oh, right, right, right. Not eating my dust would make you. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're certainly about that. Uh, uh-huh. mm, Ash Maybe I just love dust. myself at the speed I am. When you're David- running from your demons. Okay, that's not true, Libby, at all. <laughs> you would never be happy running behind Danny. Well, no, obviously, but I'm trying to be more mature. <laughs> Are my diamonds appropriately calf-like? I mean, my calves appropriately <laughs> diamond-like. Darn it. <laughs> diamond it. You do have you good calves. When David Bowie died... <laughs> Was there too many Ziggy Stardust references in the news and you started getting PTS dust? Is this over? Is this bit over? Yeah, this can't be on your sheet. I think it's over. What is it? Just vamp about dust for no, 20 I minutes? Wrote, I just what wrote, does it say on there? I wrote the line, Libby, what does my dust taste like? And I haven't God been able to cross it. it off yet. So <laughs> stuck in a feedback loop. <laughs> Speaking of being stuck in a no, feedback wait, loop. No, wait. What does it taste like? Nah, we Libby, got what it. is wrong with you? <laughs> Speaking of being stuck in a feedback loop, I uh, I got my phone stuck in a bit of a loop uh, this past weekend. I fell for a prank online. Unless you think, oh, Danny's so great, he's a quick runner. That means he's obviously very fast. <laughs> no, I am just as stupid as you are, dear listener. Dear Libby, sir. No, not the guy who's not allowed to have a bank account. You're stupid. <laughs> oh, sure. I That's don't true. It. I fell for it. And that was a low blow. Just because you're a slow cripple doesn't mean you have to make fun of the fact you that I got scammed. Another internet scam? Way to learn your lesson, I genius. I did, Libby. You, you keep Continue. being what behind me all the time. Way to learn a lesson to you, genius. <laughs> what were you saying? So I saw this uh, image on the internet, and it says, Blast from the past. And it looks like an Apple. It looks like it came from Apple's website. 
Libby, if you had just seen this, would you assume it came from Apple or not? Why not go to I the website? I guess so, Your Honor. Because I had because I wanted a blast from the past quickly. <laughs> I said, okay, sure, that looks legit. And it says, the original Macintosh introduced the world to computers, forever changing the way people experience technology. So far, it sounds like Apple. We're very self-aggrandizing, I think, sure. And allowing people to do things that were never possible before. Checks out. With this Easter egg, warp back in time with a classic Macintosh theme to relive the magic on your iPhone. Change the date on your iPhone to January 1st, 1970. Press and hold the power button to reboot your device and prepare for a wild ride. Well, wild it was, my friends. Wait, 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 wait. Where w- did you find this? Twitter. It was on Twitter. Someone retweeted it. I thought, oh, that's cute. Apple's Who? working up again. Someone I no longer follow. I'll tell you that <laughs> much for it? free. Say Name it. names. <laughs> uh, no, I will not. Come on. It's not that kind of show. You do it on Keith and the Girl. I don't give a fuck about the Danny show. Who oh, yeah. tweeted? It was Hemda. Do you want to know? And she's yes. pushing it for some reason. His teacher. It was it was Ms. Collins. The dumb teacher that you made fun of for falling for an internet scam? What? Oh, no, that's a different show. Oh. What are we talking about? Didn't you make fun of one of your teachers for falling for an internet that's scam? Right. And you were like, you failed me oh, in eighth yeah, yeah, grade, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, now yeah. you're obviously an idiot. I'm not a teacher, though, and yeah, it was a different teacher. I can fall for all the scams in the world. I'm not claiming to shape young minds here. I'm barely shaping my mind. I can fall for all the scams I want. So I fall for this. And what's supposed to happen? Your screen turns black and white? Yay. Right. Well, it looks. It's look at the icons. They look like it. It looks like the original Mac retro. Like it looks like it would be this cool thing. Worth go, it. <laughs> okay. I'm, clearly, it wasn't Libby. I know that now. I want to see. I'm also in 2016 today. So when you're when you scroll back to scroll back the date. Oh, well, you gotta do it. I was like, I really mean this. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta manually do it. You manually do it back to 1970, mm-hmm, January 1st. You can only manually go back so far, right? I think it's to 69, and then you maybe. have to start over. What do you mean? What are you the looking icons. at? Does your iPhone normally look like that? Or would a special fun Easter egg make it look like that? <laughs> you know, shitty. Oh, Hamda, you've never fallen for people shitty in your life before. Well, I had a, sh- <laughs> I let a shitty person into my life and I, I paid the price. Uh, now, if I, Keith brought up a good point, why don't you just go to the website and see? Yeah, sure. I should have. Or I could have Googled this before instead of after fucking my phone up and I would have seen the hundreds of news articles. Wait, spoiler alert. Say, what happened when you did it? Excuse me. I would have seen the hundreds of news articles that said, don't do this or you'll brick your phone forever. Yay, this my one phone bug be- will brick it forever. My phone becomes a brick? <laughs> right. It's a, it's a fancy paperweight. Uh, so what, so it was taking a long time. It was taking a longer than usual time to boot up and it was heating up in my hand. I was getting a little nervous. Oh my God. So I Googled on my computer and I see all these news articles saying I essentially fucked my phone up. So at this point, I'm in panic mode because I'm out of town at this point. I'm in uh, Virginia for my grandfather's burial and I, I have to go back into town to New York in a couple of days. I don't want to travel with no phone. Mm. I'm freaking out, but I'm doing it quietly because everyone else is in mourning and I can't be like, well, my phone, blah, blah, blah. RIP your So I'm, I'm like panic. I'm reading every Reddit thread about this. All the fucking snarky jokesters. <laughs> <laughs> Try to put it in a gallon of water. <laughs> right, right. Off if you put it in the microwave, there was another one. He's actually <laughs> so the bridge to it's sell funny you. Bring this up. And I remember seeing this ad earlier, uh, and and thinking it was stupid. Who would fall for it? So this is Wave, an iOS eight exclusive. What is Wave? Wave is our latest and greatest addition to iOS 8. Wave allows your device to be charged wirelessly through microwave frequencies. Wave can be used to quickly charge your device's battery using any standard household microwave. Wave will become automatically activated when you update to iOS 8. You can now wave charge your device by placing (laughs) it within a household microwave for a minute and a half. 
See below for details. So I fell for one of these. Luckily, I didn't physically break my phone. I just, well, I did, you know. There's you just no, made it completely useless. So the but internet, it's still intact. The vast majority of the reporting on the internet said there's no cure for this. If you bring it into the Genius Bar, they're going to have to, you're, you'll have to get a new phone. They can't even fix this. Like, this is a bug that is fucked up. And what happens is, so Unix, I, the iPhone uses Unix code. And I don't know what this means beyond what it means for my problem. But basically, January 1st, 1970 is represented as a zero in Unix code. And where that's in GMT time. So EST time is five hours b- behind that. So iPhone thinks my time is represented by a negative number and that mm. confuses it. So it keeps, it boots up, but then it freezes mm. like, it, and it just repeats the boot up phrase. It's doing this for hours. So eventually I just had to, I, I long story short, it took a while, but I just had to wait out the clock, let it, let the eternal clock think that it was past a date that would be negative or a time that would be negative. And my phone started up again, but I, I did try restoring it. Um, in the middle of this thing. So I'd lost and my last backup was before the um, uh, wave catastrophe. And so I lost a lot of stuff on my phone. And uh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, from October. I thought uh, I, and I, I thought I had a lot more backups too, but October was the last backup that iTunes had for my phone. So I yikes. lost. Yeah, I hate the internet. Yeah. That you are so mean. What when sort it, of stuff did you lose? Uh, text there? messages, notes, pictures, uh, stuff. Like and basically, it, my phone was reverted. Went to 1970. It went to 1970, and then it went to October of 2015. Oh, who, so. Who? Why would they even let you do your phone to 1970? In case you're some weirdo that wants mm-hmm. to pretend you're mm-hmm. living in a different decade. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. why don't they account for that? <laughs> I don't know, but that that was that was very stressful, and I'd like to thank Rosa for being my rock, my knight in shining armor, my uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the very fun movie the night before. What did she do? To. Not make fun of you too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> she she held my hand over Facebook Messenger, um, and so I was. I alluded to it. I was in uh, Virginia to bury my grandfather. My grandfather served more than twenty years in the mil- in the United States military, so he that entitles him to be buried in Arlington, which is a fancy pants military cemetery. You can only be, be buried there if you died in combat or have been serving in the military for at least 20 years. Uh, but he died in September, eagle-eared listeners might remember, and it is uh, almost March, and he was finally buried last weekend, which I think is ridiculous. I know there's a lot of pomp and circumstance in the ceremony was a thing but i think i think that's just plain silly where was he kicking around before that i don't know honestly i would assume a morgue or someplace cold yeah i didn't see his body it was just a casket it wasn't an open thing it wasn't even a funeral really um also all of this happened outside and it was very cold Uh. so so what happened so okay i have a lot of thoughts about this funeral about this burial. It was a, it was an 11 a.m. burial. What time do we leave my grandmother's house, which is about a 30-minute drive from Arlington? 8.30, we leave. <laughs> yes, why? Why? I got in at 11 the night before. Now we're waking up at 7 to get ready to go to Arlington. So we'll be there two hours early. And boy, oh boy, are you there two hours early? It's not like it's not like they, they get you started early if you're there early. What about breakfast? They came right early. Oh, no, no, no. That's Nothing. not where you're going. Just, you're just hanging we out. We went to Arlington and we waited inside the administrative building. For two hours. For two hours. Why? You couldn't like... I don't know, ma'am. Some cool tombstones or something? Yeah, we tried that. And you then there were too many ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you can put a dead body in a microwave now? Uh-huh. It charges it. Yeah. brings it back to life. You would think Apple would have announced that, but they're like, nah, it's whoever finds it online. It's an that e- that's happened. why they call them Easter eggs. It's I thought hack. I found one. 
Whatever. You would have fallen for this if you were as dumb as I was. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so we get there and we wait and then it's 11 and they they come and get us and they say, okay, so here's what's going to happen. You're all going to get in your cars and then you're going to drive a little bit and then you're going to stop and get out and then they're going to load the, the, they're going to load the coffin out of a hearse onto like a horse-drawn carriage thing. What? Fine. So we get, we get in our cars, we drive a few hundred feet maybe, then we all get out and stand and watch as like these military guys. It was Air Force. We watch as these Air Force guys, they, you know, they, with all their crisp movements, they take it out of the hearse and then they, you know, snapping their feet together, they load it onto the, they're, go- they're literally goose stepping as they do this, <laughs> but they load it onto this horse-drawn carriage thing. Then we get back in our cars, drive a few hundred more feet to this like pavilion-y thing where a chaplain says a few words, who his opening sentence was, oh, you think it's cold today? Nuh-uh. You should have been here yesterday. How that cold was is it? really cold. <laughs> Can you imagine how cold your grandpa is? Which like, okay. And then, and then he said, now this, this is sad, but you want to talk about sad, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he basically said, you want to talk about sad, you should have been here you know, the other week when we had a woman who was, sh- her plane was shot down over Afghanistan or something. She's, you know, she was, 25 Fuck your grandpa <laughs> that was sad and he's not saying it he's not saying like this isn't sad but he was saying like here's an ex- he's like you know i've seen some real i don't know what his point was <laughs> and then that made me think like you know this is sad enough that we're reliving basically my grandfather's funeral but my grandfather was in his 80s when he died it's not that sad but this woman's family you know their daughter died six months ago i'm sure and then now they're being dragged out again to have to like relive this their ha- another funeral for this woman which is sad to me, but I don't know. Wait, the other family was there? No, they weren't there. But if I, I, I assume they don't let this. They didn't let this woman's family jump the line with waiting. You know, my grandfather died oh, six I months see. ago and just got buried. I'm sure this woman died six months ago also, mm. and like her family has to. It's a lot more sad for her family. I think you know what I mean. Mm. I think it's disrespectful. I think. I understand that. That makes sense. But I also think like. I think this might help the grieving process for some people because you have the initial shock of somebody. Yeah, kind of. You have the initial shock that somebody's dead. And I feel like people kind of are in a weird haze. And then to revisit it a few months later with family might be a little bit better after you've gone through some of the, what is that? Grieving process. But a lot of people say that, I mean, the whole funeral and all that is part of like closure closure and part of the grieving process. So if you can't get that until just put a pin in it and t- for six yeah. months, you know, like Ooh, that's easy seems... with the grenade. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not a monster like you. So I wasn't going there. <laughs> well, you said it. So you went there already. You're like subconsciously a monster. Well, subconsciously. you got me there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. How was your mom? I'm more sorry for that. Other she was loss. fine <laughs> for the most part. There were some tears at the ceremony, but then, so that's not even the end of a the ceremony. Then after this, you know, 30 minute, whatever, where this chaplain's talking to us the whole time, I'm thinking like, shut up, hurry up. Oh my God, stop talking. I'm freezing. We're standing outside. It's very cold. Then we get back in our cars, drive another hundred feet or whatever to his burial plot where we then stand outside and wait for another half hour for them to get their shit together. We were waiting there for like then these contractors to come show up and get their grave shit ready. We were just standing there waiting. And I was like, you had six months to prepare all this. <laughs> you couldn't have like made this go. We get there. We're standing and we start. We're just quietly staring at the hole where his coffin will go. Oh, my God. Is anyone on their phone? No, no. Uh, so it starts out super reverent. So you're everyone, like, yes, I wouldn't have been on my phone anyway. Everyone, no, but I still had a working phone at this point. Oh. Everyone, everyone's very reverent, just standing there quietly staring at this hole. And then, like, and then 
this truck comes up with these two giant like concrete box things uh, and they unload them with this crane that's on the truck. They take the lid off. They put my grandfather's coffin in one and it slowly dawns on We're all really like, oh, what's the second one for? Maybe they're going to another grave. Then it dawns on us that that's my grandmother's box because they bury them in oh. the same pot. Oh. <laughs> so we're just like watching my grandmother oh my watch them like unload her concrete coffin <gasps> coffin <gasps> like, oh i just got goosebumps we're watching <gasps> these fucking contractors not these it's not the crisp military guys anymore now it's just dudes <gasps> in jeans and coats you know after we've waited there for half an hour unloading my grandmother's you know outer coffin while she's watching while she's watching we're all watching we're all like watching her watch this. Is anyone, are you looking at her through the periphery or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. She, poker, poker face, my grandmother. <laughs> Didn't let on at all that she knew what she was witnessing. Oh, my God. And then, and then there's still, and it's still, after that, still took him so long to get this shit. They had to suck all this excess water out of his grave. They were like measuring his fucking burial plot. Oh, I'm like, what are you doing? That could have been done in yeah, advance. It could have been done in advance. <laughs> it was such a, it was such a weird, jarring shit between like this very, everything is very exact and military and all the movements are precise and you know there's the 21 gun salute and they're all whatever everything oh, is coordinated maybe this is representative of like okay when you're in the military and right. you go to war you have to be exact <laughs> and then when you come home fuck you and your PTSD yeah Danny right. it was a metaphor it was a metaphor I should have <laughs> I was wrapped up in my own selfishness of being freezing we're standing uh, we, I don't know why we couldn't have waited in our cars for the contractors to show up and finish burying his hole I was furious. We left before he was buried because we had lunch. We had we had a room rented in Mount Vernon, which is where George Washington lived and is near my grandparents. We had a room for lunch rented out because, you know, the whole family was there. It was probably 50 people. We left before they put his coffin. The whole reason wow. we, we didn't see the burial. And I get it. It's a there whole ceremony. Closure. They got yeah. Yeah, whatever. I think there's plenty of closure. We get it. <laughs> but it was so it, I was, it was very interesting to me. Interesting is a great word here. Yeah, yeah I was, that's like the Midwest use. Yeah, yeah. I was really, I was really perplexed by the whole thing. So that was my burial at Arlington Adventure. It was, it was strange, strange was times. The oddest bro time we've you'd, ever had. If you'd stuck, <laughs> if you'd stuck around for the military, Keith, you could have such an honor. <laughs> you could be so lucky to be honored by your country in such a respectful way. Aren't you still deserving of this somehow? I, uh, I want people to have a nice lunch, you know. You can leave early. <laughs> yeah, but that was the lunch was not connected to this. Right. The lunch was something that you know. I give you permission to just light my shit on fire. Oh, I don't ha. give a shit about you. I'm not ha, dealing thanks. with your. I'm not dealing with your dead body. <laughs> but you are. That's Hennessy. Yeah, that department. doesn't seem. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it should be our responsibility. <laughs> I'm just saying on record. Kevin just sneezes. I start. Getting a match, Light you know what I mean? <laughs> I just start unplugging everything around me, assuming that one of them will be your life support. She seems so sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a, a bro time, burial time. Libby, any bro stuff you did this week? Um, not off the top of my head. All we right. went to a show together. Oh, what show? First of all, Libby has flawless comedy taste. Thank you. Mm. Sincerely. Um, and so we went to do, what was it called? Um, Experimental Comedy Gallery. Yeah, so that's the space. Or the name of the show was Affirmative Laughter. Affirmative Laughter. It was so good. I saw. That's when you have to laugh, but you don't really want to. No, it's like affirmative action, but affirmative laughter. It was all brown, black people. Yeah. Except for one. Oh, yeah. Except for one white guy. Definitely whisper because they don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And it was good. It was a good show. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Good to hear. Yeah. 
Who got buried during it? Huh. Um, I Evan was going to say something. The only on, white guy. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something on the topic of burial, but the moment. Has what? Passed. Well, let's hear it. You only that my dad back. said that we could bury him in the backyard, <laughs> and I said that that wasn't one of the one. options that we were discussing. No, because then you have to. Bunny. You have to like dig a grave then. Yeah, we were talking. My mom and I were talking about: Would you give your body to science, or and or donate your organs? And my dad was not paying attention, and I wanted him involved in the conversation because I'm going to be the one who has to take care of this stuff, Mm. even though Randy's older. Obviously, I'm the responsible one in the family. So I was like, "Dad, come on, are we giving your body to science or what?" And he goes, "Bury me in the backyard (laughs) after we give your body to science or what?" No, he just, you know, he's like you. He just. Set them on fire. No, but I like take all the parts that mm. you need. Take them all. We're Scrap good. you. No. Well, I for one, I'm certainly sad that we didn't stay in burial talk longer. Yeah. I'm glad we backtracked for that, Gem. Plugs, real quick, Libby, what you got? You're at Raging Apathetic on Twitter. Yes. LibbyPR.com. Correct. Nailed it. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. Good what Jesus impression, have? by the way. Nailed it. Uh, Hemda, you're at Hemda on yes. Twitter. Yes. Keys of the Girl Tour. Standard spelling. Happened already. You missed it. <laughs> What if there's people listening to this who are like, oh my God, the tour, I forgot. And then <laughs> and they heard me say that and then realized they missed it. I can't imagine there's a single person out there. Maybe some like people that. who are just starting from your first episode might. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad way to listen to podcasts, man. To hear more Libby. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Libby was pretty heavily featured back in the 10 minute days. Mm-hmm. Keith is at Keith Malley. I eat babies.com. Uh-huh. I got a discount on it. Mm. Who just who just snake that from? Uh, Gilberto Valley, the I take it I Campbell take it, cop. I take it fresh from the uh, you know the the ether. Okay, you just pull it out I, there. Yeah, I mm. think about it. Okay, I'm like, oh, I doubt this is taken, and it wasn't. Nope. And even if it is, it's not like you're paying money. You're just checking a URL. Yeah. It's no risk. No <laughs> all risk. reward. I like your style, my friend. Thank you. Also, I, watch mm? Keith's special keithandgirl.com slash Hulu. Or just just search for Keith Malley on Hulu. How does it feel, Keith, to be part of the same network that 112263 is a part of? That's Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And J.J. Yeah. J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Feels real good. Thank you. Uh, Wendy here gave it a good review. Okay. Uh, it's one of my favorite Stephen King books. Okay. I love James Franco and his big old schlong. How the fuck did we get here? Also has the Hulu. It's all on Hulu. Oh, the okay. thing you brought up. Okay. I'm building on. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Also, if you haven't yet, please check me out in the Dump web series pilot. It's based on a true story I told. Uh, and lived about blowing a married dude, and it's a fun reenactment of that narrated by me. I'm very oh. proud of it. It's really well done. So Google Danny Hatch for Dump. You'll find that. It's the pilot episode of a new web series. Uh, I'm very proud of it. So check it out. That's exciting. Recommend- That's great. Other true stories include... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Did you feel bad that I steamrolled your it's plug okay. with, a, with a Stephen King reference? Whatever. Yeah. Maybe you... Can, maybe... Here's an idea. Maybe you can devote... What other new web series started? Maybe you can devote an hour change of your day and uh, address that on your show. I'm trying to say like you have a show, but you can talk about it on also. It's whatever. But, yeah. Friend. Are we? Finally? <laughs> I never get that vibe from you. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're quite welcome. <laughs> Recommendations. Speaking of web series, is here's one of them. The Man in the High Castle. I saw two episodes of. I liked it. Has anyone seen it? 
Man That's in the, the High Nazi Castle. Thing, yes, right? it's a it's a, it's an Amazon it's an Amazon series. It's set in an alternate universe where the axis of evil won World War Two. So the mm. Nazis and the Japs. I'm allowed to say that because I saw a TV show huh. where they sang it exclusively for an hour. They control uh, the United States and the world's better. Uh, the techno- that be technology's better. <laughs> there's, there's references to like a two-hour London to New York flight. I remember, and someone's like, "Oh, German engineering." Mm. I was like, "Ah." Nazis are some some Nazis are main character. It's it's very interesting. It's not pro Nazi. It's pro noun. It's anti noun. I gotta say, there's no nouns on the show. <laughs> they somehow make it an entire verb adjective. Everybody's sweating. Hour long web series. Keep doing actions. Yes, yes. No one's allowed to have an identity. It's just a bunch of blurs and blobs. My t- my computer screen is broken also. So any TV show, I ran a magnet on it. Also, real quick, want to say this. The Magician's TV show, I had Lev Grossman, the author of the Magician's book series, Ooh. that the TV show is out now on sci-fi. And it's mm. pretty, give it a chance. You know, the first episode, Sorry. really okay. not Sorry. great. But let me tell you, it gets much better after that. And the, the fourth episode, which aired last week, was the best one yet. And it was very entertaining. And it had nothing to do with the books, which I think is... A good sign. I think it's a sign that they're finding their own footing mm. on their own and it's becoming its own thing. So check out The Magicians also on Sci-Fi and, and The also, Man in the High Castle on Amazon. And also... If you're watching that, you should tweet at Lev Grossman and tell him mm-hmm. that you heard it from at Danny. Leverus, mm-hmm. which say, is a Severus Snape reference. Say, I uh, heard about it through uh, Danny, where I also heard that they stopped going off your books and it got <laughs> it better. It got better, coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's still, look, I think they're going back to his books, but there was an episode where it's like, oh, none of this happened. And I think that's cool. And I think that's gutsy to do the fourth episode of your show. It's very, it's good. I liked it. Magicians. Should you check it out? Mm-hmm. And now, finally, the big finale, everyone's favorite segment of the world, the song of the week. And song it's a big week. one, the song of the week. <laughs> oh, that cheering is nice because I know it was for the song and not because the show is almost over. <laughs> the song of the week. Now, I love a boy named Elliot Smith. And Elliot Smith did not love the world and he died too soon. But he left behind a treasure trove of music, some of most of which has yet to be officially released, but some of which just recently was. I said that sentence weird, but that's how Elliot would have wanted it. Have you ever heard some of the stage banter? He was a nervous fuck. <laughs> Elliot Smith, uh, there's a new documentary out, out about him right now called Heaven Adores You. Um, and the soundtrack, to, I haven't seen Heaven Adores You yet. I'd like to. Uh, and the soundtrack to Heaven Adores You just came out uh, last week and it has uh, some new music on it. A lot of instrumentals, a couple brand new songs, some really cool demos that shed the light on his creative process. And I'd like to play one of those for you today. Do I have his correct? Uh, his, uh-huh. his name wasn't even Elliot. No, it was Stephen Paul. He thought Steve Smith sounded too jockey. Look so he that. changed <laughs> it to Elliot when he was in high school. A little behind the scenes. Yep. Only uh, 34 years old? Yeah, I think so. I remember I wrote a poem in high school to him where it was like, you were so close to Jesus. It was 33 when he died. Mm. But you were 34. Danny. (laughs) Oh, 10th grade. He died in California, but where was he born? Omaha? Ah, uh, probably. Yeah. I know he lived for a time in Dallas and Portland and New York yeah. and like indie folk. He did. Yeah, indie folk. He did. Yeah. Some people would say indie pop, I guess. Sure. T- towards the end of it, yeah, he was it, once he got a bigger budget after that Oscar nom yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting song mm-hmm. that he wrote, Miss Misery, mm-hmm. which I just watched the other night. Goodwill Hunting, not for the first time, holds yeah. up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All those white people and all their problems. <laughs> Love it. And all those apples. Also, the apple scene, the best scene from that movie, obviously. It's Great so joke. Mm-hmm. It's not so hack. Do you like apples? Mm-hmm. Had you thought of doing that before you saw it in Goodwill Hunting? I stopped myself. It's brilliant. 
Elliot Smith song is playing during that scene. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Elliot Smith in that movie. Good Will Hunting. Also, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Give Gus Van Sant and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck a shot. These young dreamers. If you so, are a fan mm-hmm. of Elliot Smith, uh huh. Would uh, I don't know Beck be something you're into? Sure, Beck okay. was an Elliot Smith uh, associated associated act. act. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if you were wiki, wants to put it that way, <laughs> not just guessing. Beck wrote Beck, Beck wrote a very nice introduction to a book about Elliot Smith okay. that came out a few years ago, right. about ten years ago now. Boy, Keith is a long time Elliot Smith aficionado. Yeah. I don't know why you're accusing mm-hmm. him. Do I like it best his piano, his clarinet, his drums, his harmonica? I don't know. <laughs> Let's hear a little bit, Danny. Come on. Sure. So this song features no piano, clarinet, yeah. or harmonica. That's the beauty of really it. Really more of a <laughs> drum guitar type song. But this is, uh, this is a demo of the song Coast to Coast. Uh, okay. Now, Coast to Coast appeared on the album he was working on when he died, and uh, his family had final say over that album. In 2003. Uh, he died in 03. The album came out in 04. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, right. you really know your stuff. I remember. Oh, it's simple. You're on the message board, the Sweet Addy message board? No, I just remember. Right, right. It affected his life, so... Mm-hmm. It really did. What was your favorite label? Suicide Squeeze or Dreamworks? Uh, Kill Rockstars. Kill Rockstars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Libby, can I taste your coffee? Yes. Thanks. What are you doing? Why are you doing this now? You have distracting all the time in the world. Why? Why are you distracting me on my show? I'm already distracted enough by all the thoughts swirling around up here. You're doing a great job, Danny. What do you Let's think, hear Hemda? that song. Let's Play get it, a review Keith. of that coffee. Let's get it's it's, it's time for Hemda's bean review. You know what? It's it's really good. It's not as sweet as I would have liked, but it's still drinkable. Now Elliot Smith put out a song called Coast to Coast, or rather his family did, and it's fine in its finished form, but I really like the demo form, which is what we got to hear on this new album, Heaven Adores of a soundtrack and mm-hmm. we're well, you guys are lucky enough to get to hear a demo of coast to coast by elliot smith but first probably some dumb joke keith wants to play <laughs> oh. all new lyrics by the way which is cool yeah you're singing what he's singing been trying to make it like he's not original. No, I just know the song well. Oh, right. You and Keith. From when you were together. Please stop talking. 2003. Oh, sorry. What were the lyrics we just heard? A little grungy. Go home, go home, not quite lucky. I enjoyed that. Not quite angry. Yeah, sorry, you were saying? You don't sound worse than them. Thank you. It was a little trippy. I feel like it would be good walking around the city music. This was such a gem to discover this because, you know, I've heard the original song for so long and it's fine, but I feel like this has such a, I don't know, I like it a lot more and it's a testament to his creative process, how much things would change for him. You know, this is... It, it only it sounds a little bit like the finished song, but it's it, a lot of the lyrics are totally changed and the, it feels grungier. I like it. I so. feel like I hear a little depression, maybe drug, <laughs> drug problem. He did have depression and drug problems. Yes. How he astute was, of you, Keith? Something's going on. No, 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 no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you played uh, Bernie Sanders's music on Keith and the Girl mm-hmm. earlier, um, I really thought that you were going to press uh, play on Chet Hayes because you only have that. Like, I thought that was going to come first and then after. That Bernie Sanders album is hilarious, but good. It's so Did you want to add that to your Rex? Not good, but it's nice. It is nice. I don't think it's bad he did it, 
but I laughed so hard. You know, Keith told me to get the audio for it, and I, I laughed so hard when his fucking voice kicks in. Okay, he really would have fit in at Surf Reality. With oh, that stuff. Yeah. so funny. Bernie Sanders, check him out. That's my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, guys. We made it through another one of these unscathed, unbathed, awesome. <laughs> unlaid. Can you? Can men be de-virginized? What? Or re-virginized, rather? You know how women can get surgery and make their uh, make their holes That's not real. Holier? That's not real. Okay, but for the purposes of me talking right now, it is. Then, so yeah, men I, could do it, too. They can? How yes. would that happen, then? Same way. You would way. get, like, an outer penis. Yeah. Like, could they Slip sit- it onto yours. Could they, and like... Then, ta-da, you're re-virginized. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But you guys can just say... I am have, a doctor. <laughs> did you not know? I'd have to be, like... Either like a little kid's penis or like some big loser. Because like how many penises are you going to find that aren't virgin penises? Oh, I see. Okay. I'm saying I how do I make with... my penis a virgin mm-hmm, again mm-hmm, to give Rosa something mm-hmm. sweet for Valentine's Day? I, I don't know. Get to but, go up there. Uh, I feel like this is getting into Lambla territory. <laughs> uh, we are rambling. And thank you for keeping me on track. Uh, my name is Danny. I don't have a virgin penis. And I certainly don't have a big loser's or a little kid's penis stapled to the top of it to make it re-virginized. Pixar didn't happen. All I want, listeners, if I have any urologists out there, is there a way <laughs> I can stretch out or shrink my urethra to make it skinnier and tighter and more fun for things to come out of that's the thank show you. with danny were you saying something nope okay thank you listeners for your urethra advice <laughs>